the average man in America has sex with eight people in his whole life. Damn. That's, that's well, wait, the average man in America is having sex with eight people his entire life. Yes. Uh, actually, that's not bad. I don't know about you guys, but that's not bad. Eight? Yeah. For a lifetime. For a lifetime, yes. Jesus Christ. Well, I would have been retired at like 18. That's but that's like, the average. <laughs> we are live. Welcome to Hardly Initiated, another episode where real men talk real shit. Tuned in with Tyshawn Jackson and my co-host Ryan Catchins. Yo, what's up, man? Listen, I'm I'm uh I'm thinking we got one of the the, the best artists in the game on set now. So I'm like, yo, I should have got my, my my barber missed my hair point uh, yeah. appointment, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Zoom in, zoom into that man hairline. Yeah, right y'all see, see, I've been growing my hair, so I got them curls popping right now. Yeah, actually, <laughs> we gonna get some advice on how you really need to be looking because right now we have a very special guest, people. We have a dating coach. A pickup artist, a professional Mac Slayer on the platform here today, guys. Slayer, <laughs> and he is joining us here. It's my boy Zach Adam. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? That's like the best introduction ever. First off, it's That's real. Awesome. It's real, and it's the it's the truth, man. It's the truth. You, you, I've never really like met like a professional Mac. Yeah. yeah, and it's crazy how I, I met this guy, man. We kind of ran into each other. I'm telling him about, you know, my night, and he's, like, asking me these very specific dating questions. And I'm like, I looked at him, I'm like, yo, you must study the game. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, I, I studied all those guys, but I got my own shit going. And mm. that, that was the initiation of uh, our relationship and, and, and us wanting to get to know you a lot better, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I remember uh, that night I ran into this guy out of nowhere. and uh, yeah. We're talking about game because I'm very passionate about like meeting people, especially, you know, anybody that I talk to. I just talk to them just for the fuck of it. You know what I mean? Very engaged. Yeah, and um, it was uh, it was pretty chill, you know. And uh, we were talking about like how to talk to girls and this whole like red pill stuff. And you know, um, it was uh, it was a very interesting night. Listen, it, it had to be because I, I remember that night we were actually at Blue Martini that night having a good t shit. We yo, we was wilding that night. Yeah, and I'm like, right? yo, I just wilding. met this dude. He talking about game. I'm like, yo, we gotta get him. You know, we didn't even have a fucking show then, or or even a concept. But I knew that somehow that encounter, that brief encounter that we had, was gonna end up with us uh, speaking more about game. And here we are. Yeah. And, and here, we are. here we are. And and listen, let's just jump straight into it. Because first off, man, sure. I got so many questions. I got so many questions for, you know, uh, I would say a, a pickup artist, you yeah. know, on the platform. And, you know, I've, I, listen, I, I studied the game too, man. I've, I've studied the game in, 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 in practice and, of course, in books and so on and so forth. And, you know, it's interesting because when I, when I look at, you know, the, the pickup artists that I've seen and, and just learned from in, in happenstance, it looks like a lot of those guys – they come off as like these, you know, nerdy, geeky ass guys that sure. really can't get pussy. Sure. And, you know, they dive into this study and they become these people because that's where they studied. And, you know, that they just developed this skill set. But I'm sure that's not the same or true for everybody else. But what's your background? How did you get inspired to get into this this field of this industry? I mean, it's funny, actually, I don't consider myself as a pickup artist. Okay. Know, but I do the things that pickup artists do which is they go out and talk to girls and they have like these cameramen that are like recording them talking to girls okay so i relate to them in that sense but i don't necessarily consider myself as a pickup artist um the way i got into this was uh 2011 2012 i was 17 year old kid and um had a horrible relationship with a girl and i thought i was uh in love or whatever mm -hmm. and um you know we broke up because it wasn't working out for whatever because I was, I didn't know how to like talk to people, and I wasn't the type of guy that was getting like the notes and the messages in in in, in class, and um, and we broke up in like four months, and you know I was like, you know what, I need to get my life together in terms of like talking to girls and meeting people, because a lot of my other friends were like very comfortable with the ability of talking to women, mm -hmm. and I was like, what the hell is this? Like this guy have some what powerful whatever, you know? It was about the looks, so what, what the hell was going on? So um, 
Funny enough, you know, I uh, got into like this YouTube thing. Back in the day, the whole prank stuff was like getting popular. Yeah. And I saw some guys who were like pranking women, talking to girls, and I'm like, that's wow. it. <laughs> you know, how can you talk to a girl? This is like you can go to a street and talk to a girl. This is awesome. And, um, you know, uh, you know, you know how like YouTube works, you know, this like algorithm. And I watched that video and the whole relation about dating and relationships. The whole world opened up. Exactly. And there's this guy that was uh, introduced um, to me uh, at that time, a guy called David D'Angelo. His real name is Evan Pagan, actually. Mm. Okay. And he's not a pickup artist. He's, um, he's more like a relationship guru. You know, now he teaches people about business and stuff like that. So that's the very first guy that I, I was introduced and I was like, you know what? This is actually really interesting. And I started learning about like how to talk to people and how to like hold a conversation, how to how, like hold eye contact. And his whole idea was like inner game first, mm. you know, how to like get mm. your confidence together first. And a lot of this, you know, like uh, pickup artists came along, you know, guys like Mystery and Neil Strauss and all that stuff. But I was introduced by that guy, at the, you know, at the beginning of my journey. That makes sense. So you started pretty much studying the game based off this guy, David D'Angelo. Yes. And it looks like you got deeper and deeper because not only did you, were you watching the YouTube, but you ended up starting your own YouTube channel, yeah. Gain Social Freedom, and I done checked that out. And what surprised me is how many in-the-field episodes that you got yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah so, so what I want to know is what made you transition from just wanting to learn the game to now wanting to spread the message and, and get people in on, on how to have these conversations with women? You know, like, I, I always say, like, if you see somebody who is successful in life is always a uh, an overcompensation of something that they had before or their previous life was, like, messed up. Mm -hmm. And my life was based on, like, I had so much insecurities and I have so much fear and frustration. And I used to be very arrogant because um, I never had, like, successful people or anybody who was successful in where I'm from. Um, so... When I started learning this, I became very passionate about it. You know, I love women. I really do. You know? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping we bring nothing but women lovers on this, yeah, on this yeah. channel. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But, yeah, so I was, um, I got into this, and then, you know, my, uh, my friends uh, realized that, you know, I was uh, getting attention from the opposite sex, and they were like, hey, what are you up to? What is this? And then I was like, okay, you know. I can teach you guys how to talk to some girls, and we went out and I showed them. Okay, this is how. You well, hold on, wait, wait. Let's back. What, what do you mean? Your friends noticed you were getting attention from the opposite sex. Were like these women walking up to you? Were you like pulling a bunch of chicks? Were you getting a lot of pussy? What does that mean? You were getting attention from a lot of chicks. I mean, like they knew like this guy was a dorky guy who was like fucking chilling home every day and never confident and never knew how to talk to people, especially women. And then so they like pretty much like who the fuck is this scrub? Getting all these chicks, and how is basically. he doing it? Yeah, basically, basically makes sense. Yeah, basically, and then you know, like when you do something for a long time, you just have the passion for it, you know. And then you know, I, I love, I love just talking to women. I can just go out right now in fifteen hours. Sometimes, literally, I used to go out from seven a.m. till three a.m. And then sometimes, like I used to go to college or something, and then I would go to like college and nine ten p.m come back home, change, and then go to the club and 3 a.m. And I was 17 at the time, so I didn't have, like, IDs or something. I was, like, underage, so I used to have, like, fake IDs or whatever. So, hold on, wait. So this is crazy as fuck. So, like, you, okay, so you, like, full-time. And, like, fuck that. You overtime. Yeah, this is a career. Putting in overtime work. Sure. So what are you getting from this? Like, what, like what, what is the gratification of fulfillment you get, you know, that, you know, motivates you? To go so hard? Uh, presence. I become really present when I talk to women. Mm. I mean, more than that, you know, like the physical, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, I was a horny kid, to be honest with you, at that time. <laughs> I think but, all kids are horny to some extent. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, but now, if you ask me right now, until, I mean, I'm in a relationship right now, but the reason why I love doing this over time, and I do it like 10, 12, 20 hours every day, is because... Um, you know, I'm a teacher, so I have to go first. Mm. I have to, like, go and practice what I preach. Basically. So you have students and clients that you, you, you teach and educate. Yes. yes. So I have to, like, go out there and, like, practice. You know, if you don't practice for a long time, this is like, it's like you're, it's like a muscle. 
if you don't go to the gym for a while, what's going to happen is like you're going to be rusty, you know, yeah. you're going to break some bones or whatever. And think about your brain like that. Your brain is like a muscle. You know, when you go out to talk to someone, your brain gets stimulated, right? And when you talk to two people, three people, you become locked in in that like zone. You know, you become zoned in, mm. right? You guys were doing like uh, an interview before this, right? Right. Now you're like zoned in. Like, now we're getting, yeah, we're a little sharper, a little bit more crisp. Yeah, and that's how it works. So I'm addicted to that. I'm addicted to the flow zone that I get. Mm. And now, now what does that look like? Let's say, I know you said, you know, 10, 20 hours a day, but like how many women are you approaching on a daily basis? Uh, now it's not that much. Now it's like five to 10, but back then it was like 20 to 30 to 50. 20 to 30, you yes. approaching. Yes. Man, it, that, that's just crazy to me because I find that most of my friends that I go out with, they're terrified. I mean, 100% terrified of approaching women, including myself. I used to be, you know, kind of in the same situation that you were in. And I'm very curious because these same men who are terrified of approaching women absolutely refuse to accept that they need help dealing with women. Right. Where, like, where does that come from? Why is that the case? I mean, it's just human being and men are like, if you ask a guy right now, hey, what are some of the things that, like, if you ask, men will tell you, like, they know how to, like, fight and they know how to get pussy across the board. I think that second one is, is highly, que- I, I think that's questionable. How to get pussy? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think most men really know how to get pussy. I but, mean. But they will tell you. They, 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 they sure will. will. They yeah. sure will. They will tell you. That's something they will tell you. They're like, oh, I know. They don't know how to fight either, shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would too. That would too. Um, yeah, but it's like hu- human nature. Like, if you look back, like, 100 years ago, you know, like, the way our brains are like mapped and how we like see reality back in the day it was like if you go to like a whole different town and a whole different place where there's like different people that are not like your community and you talk to someone a stranger like a woman somebody's gonna come put a big you know what i'm saying like a stone in your head and you're gonna get killed so a lot of those fear and frustration we still have it as human beings right so that's why we fear like if we go and talk to people you might get killed. You might get slapped by that girl's, like, boyfriend or, like, her friend or whatever. <laughs> no, really. It's, like, a psychological thing that we have. That fear is still in there, you know? And the more you go out, the more you realize, you know what? People are just, like, friendly. Mm. And they're resilient. And they love, if you're a cool person, and you even tell them, like, hey, you know what? I'm actually never stalked to you. They'll be like, oh, okay. Because the more personal, the more universal. They know they have their own insecurities that they're dealing with, mm. Right? But a lot of these guys, they don't know that. So you t- wait, you've told a chick that before? Oh, ha- absolutely. I tell my clients, some of my students, actually, if they have a lot of problems, I just tell them, hey, go up to that girl and tell her, um, I really fear talking to you. I really have a, an insecurity, but you really look good, so I had to talk to you and say hello. What is, what is the typical response? The typical response is like, oh, really? That's so cute. I mean, you can't build an attraction with that. To be honest with you, that's not that shouldn't be your like main goal. That's an icebreaker. Forward. Yeah, that sounds but, like a vagina dryer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. well, no, I, I can see that because you can you can um, I'm about to knock your shit over, but you can damn near approach a woman with any line as long as you you know keep are prepared. Yeah, to prepare sure. to keep them engaged. Right. Sure. That that makes a lot of sense. Yo, so so let me ask you this: So like, you got a guy who's new. He comes on to you. You, you know, you want to get him right. He's struggling. Sure. When it comes to women. What is, like, your initial advice typically to start grooming a newer guy who's struggling talking to women? Well, that's a deep question. You know, it, it comes up with a lot of different things. You know, like, I mean, if, you, if, I, if I see a guy right now and he is having trouble with women, back in the day I would say, you know what, just go and talk to that girl or whatever. But now I ask a lot of questions. I'm like, what do you fear? I try to let them explain their fear and their frustration in, like, small little details okay sometimes guys will say i hate rejection and i'm like no no no. that's like a big thing what do you hate i hate her like slapping me or something and when you like what's the likelihood of that even fucking happening right it could happen yeah but that's his belief right and if you look back at it like maybe he had a situation when he was younger or maybe he had a situation growing up a girl slapped him, and he still had that in his head, right? So that could be his problem. You know, that could be his issues. You know what I mean? 
So I'll try to ask him some of those questions and, you know, um, so, and then I'll be like, okay, go out, go out and talk to that girl or whatever. And then for me, actually, what I do is like, I go first and I'm like, okay, I'll show you how to like baby step this thing. I'll show you how to like high five a girl. You know, we're going to do slowly and gradually grow into this. And they see, you know what, this is just another human being. If I, if he can do this, then I can do this. And then we just take that to the next level, basically. But so these these men, they come into your program, you know, you start to dig deep with them to identify what the issues really are. Sure. And then you give them this opening tactical uh, counsel for how to approach women. Yes. Now, I think that most of the audience is probably thinking, like, who are these men? Like, how do they look? Like, what's, you know, like, are these, you know, very successful men in their career? Are they pretty much, you know... Uh, you know, really weirdos playing a bunch of video games all day. Like, wh- what's the average man? Like, what, what's yeah, the what? typical guy who's struggling and comes to you? Yeah. Like, what's his avatar? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of successful guys that come up to me. Most guys who have a lot of problems are smart guys, guys who are more logical than the average person, mm. like engineers or whatever, nerdy guys. Um, These are well-educated and, yeah, yeah, like you said, smart guys. Yeah, because they want to, like, logically talk to the girl, hey, I want to have sex with you. And that's not how it works. You know, you have to, like, be emotional. It's like emotions that you're dealing with. A lot of these guys, it's like one plus one equals two. No, sometimes one plus one equals two. Eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... So those are some of the guys that I see. I mean, it, it differs, honestly. Any guy that some, some, some guys that you guys see around that have a lot of followers and whatever, they don't know how to go and talk to a girl. And also, like, it's a lifestyle. What I teach is, like, a lifestyle. This whole, like, pickup thing is a lifestyle. You know, like, anybody can go and talk to a girl. But can you attract 20, 30 girls at the same time? That's the thing. And that's what a lot of guys are attracted to. If you see some of my videos, me going out and talking to 20 girls, they're whatever. Right, some guys they just love that lifestyle, mm. lifestyle to have a choice with a lot of girls. Mm. I like that, and that's why you call because I, I was I, I was not understanding why you didn't you know identify yourself as a pickup artist. But when I started watching the YouTube channel, I got it. Gain social freedom. Yeah. It's not just from the aspect of dealing with women, but it's just creating choices for yourself overall. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. So you know, uh, I'm, I'm curious about this too because that's. When I'm hearing a volume of, of women that you've encountered, <laughs> I can just imagine you've encountered just about every kind of woman. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you've probably learned different things about these different women. So I want you to yeah. break this down even like to the different like the different ethnicities and races of these women. Sure. Like which one which women have you found to be some of the most difficult women to approach? Ooh, that's a good ass question. Um, not to like be crazy or anything <laughs> no, there's no such thing as crazy man. i'll say yeah. i'll Let say that shit have, fly no I'll be say, honest be honest yeah, i'll say i have problems with asian girls mm. asian girls yeah always like especially those ones who are not from here like from america or whatever yeah mm. um anybody who's not from here i'm not from here either but i've found that anybody even africans i'm african too like anybody who's not from here they have like that like solid kind of like don't talk to me vibe or whatever mm. do you guys have that issue too like if a girl's not from here especially like africans or like indians or something so you're not talking about the asian american women you're talking about the asian. like ju- like asians who literally are still like just came from asia asians those ones and the asians themselves too so here's the funny thing that's the f- we just talked about this actually because i went out with my boy my boy's korean Sure. Recently, man. Oh, we, yeah. We had a ball, man. We just yeah. had, a, we had a ball out, man. We go out. When we go out, it's like, we, we gonna have a good ass time. It's bottles. You know, we started at Korean barbecue, went crazy over there, drank, went to another spot. We in Duluth. Like, Yo, we in a little Korea he, town. He holds this shit down. Like, you with him, uh-huh. you are the party. Oh, yeah. We, oh, we, nice. we, we the party. We go to another spot. Bottles coming, a bunch of women around us. There's a bunch of Korean girls around us, too, right? Yeah. And I'm kicking it to the Korean girls. I'm having really great conversations with them. Like, we talking about, you know, I'm, the beauty of, you know, myself, I pride myself in being very diverse. I'm having deep conversations about a lot of different things. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's just something I'm feeling. You, you know when you, you're speaking to a young lady and you kind of feel that flame? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when, you know when it's like a, you, you, you're building that sexual tension with her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's developing something that's spark. And it's other times where you're just having a good conversation. Yep. 
it just kind of felt like I was having a good conversation. I didn't really feel that tension, that spark being built for me to know, okay, I can advance in this way. And I spoke to Ryan about that. So I was like, because he was like, yeah, I was the lady. I was like, you know what? I had great conversations and I was engaging, but I didn't feel like they was really feeling me in that way. Mm -hmm. Right. It was just like, oh, he's a cool guy. Right. He's a cool guy. Plutonic energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I hate to call it platonic, but it definitely was. It it wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't have the sexual tension behind it as much as I would would have liked. Yeah. Especially to even make a pass. Definitely not making a pass that night. It it wasn't no shit like that. Yeah. And I didn't know. I'm not. I grew up in all black neighborhoods my whole life, man. Like I grew up. Uh, that's the that's the woman I t- uh, typically was most comfortable with. I actually went to uh, a PWI mm-hmm. college so I can actually get exposure to other women. Yeah. And I still found myself like when it came to me, you know, engaging with, you know, white women, I actually had to gain comfort to that because it's it's a different, you know, it's a different background. It's It's just different things that you have to, you know, overcome especially if you have not been exposed to these environments. Mm-hmm. So the Asian women are still fairly new to me because I still haven't been exposed to their ass <laughs> really my whole life. But right. is, is that just in general? Is that just a tough thing? Is that um, like culturally, you know, always going to be a challenge? No, I actually, I see what you're saying right now. I understand your question. Yeah. Um, you know, I always say like, there's two things that human beings share. It's love and validation. And women are the same too. Like they crave for love and validation. So for me, like, if I see a, an Indian girl or a Jamaican girl or a Swahili girl. Or, Man, you're going straight exotic. Yes. Like, I know how to, like, speak my sexuality as a man. Mm. Now, mm. attraction is not a choice. It's not something that people choose. It's something that instantaneously happens. That's true. So when I go to these girls, I'm just, like, talking. I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's your name? Right? And then when you can spark that attraction, it's not something that she's choosing. If she's an Indian, whatever she is, whatever culture she is, if you're comfortable with your sexuality and you know how to engage her in the right manner, I always find that, you know, it works. It really does. Now, you'll see some girls who are, like, hot-headed and, you know, like, they have a different tradition or whatever. Understandable. I don't judge. I just move on to mm. the next girl. See, I, I love talking tactics with you because I'm, I'm, I'm really a student of the game. But I do want to talk about more about the psychological perspective, you know, because I feel well, I know that most heterosexual men, if not all heterosexual men, want to have more sex. Sure. So if that is the goal from picking up women, would you consider, you know, if, if a woman says, hey, I think that's manipulative because you're using these different tactics to pretty much sleep with me. What, what do you think? What are your thoughts about that? Is there tactics that people use to, like, have sex with other people? Of course. Do women use it? Absolutely. Do men use it? Absolutely. But what I teach and the personality that I have, that I started with, like, techniques? Yes. But it become part of who I am. I'm not using techniques. If you look at some of my videos of me talking to a girl, there's no technique. I'm just having a conversation with her. But I know how to have a conversation and understand, like, the aspect of, like, sexuality, the dynamics between men and women. I know that from the get-go. Now, when you know that, then there's no, like, technique in the play. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're saying, like, a lot of this, like, the, the game, you know, DHMV her, touch her, whatever, that's where techniques, and that's, like, 15-year-ago game, you know what I mean? But nowadays, people have a conversation, and you have a conversation, and you see, you know what, I like this person. This person is cool. This person makes me wet. And then, you know, you know what that reminds me. You know what that reminds me of. What's that? Because you know, I mean, we build sales businesses. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah. The thing about it is, it's like when I remember when I first, you know, started learning, and you know, we learning the sales tactics. We mm-hmm. learning, you know, ARP, acknowledge, respond, pivot. You know, right. we learning all these yes. technical aspects. Even Jordan Belfort at the top of his book. He says, hey, beware with this knowledge because you can take this game and you can go to prison like me if you yeah. want to go dark with this shit. Go straight rigid. Or, you know, you can, you know, use this to, to benefit society. So just it's all about your intention, what you do with this information. 100%. So, like, I, I think that's exactly what it is because even now, I remember I was in a point of sales where I was just reading every sales book, watching every video, like studying, studying mechanics, techniques, techniques, techniques. And I was, like, rigidly doing these things, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, getting hung up on and, you know, closing deals. And eventually, I don't look at any of that shit. Because now that shit really is just a part of me. Like I don't even, yeah. I can't even, you know, I could tell you a few techniques, but I don't, I mean, it's just inherent now. It's like yes. all subconscious. 
and it's just a part of me and I can just naturally be a great salesperson, but right. it's not really natural, right? Yeah. Like I had to learn. learn and study these things and then it just becomes a part of you. And that's, that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. And, you know, it but, could, it could be seen as manipulation, but you do have to, it makes sense. You do got to go through this training and, and learn these techniques and tactics because there is a way to create a predictable outcome. Sure. Mm. There is a way to do that. But there's no natural if you look at it, honestly. Even, like, the guys who are cool, like, in game we call, like, guys who are, like, just learn how to talk to people, like me. I have had to, like, force myself to have that personality. And there's some guys who are just born with, you know, like that famous kid in your high school that used to get cur- girls or whatever? Yeah. Like that famous guy who was, like, cool Th- You didn't, didn't really understand it. Like, how does this dude always get women? Yeah. Crazy. But, but if you think about it, it's, like, a combination of, like, having a good parenting and he was either good looking. He was like the, 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 the basketball player. Or the he was some player. doing something active uh, in leadership role. You know whether right. he the best person on the team or captain of the football team, whatever stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was getting like good validation from women somehow. Mm. That's a good point. That you know. So I'm curious about this too because I remember. Yo, it was funny. I remember this one time, Ryan. You remember this? We was in Orlando. Yeah. And I'm. We went out one night to go find some chicks. We went out one night. We was like, yo, let's go, let's go, let's go talk to some chicks, right? And the night didn't really go, it didn't go well. We actually did find a group of chicks mm-hmm. at like the end. It was a huge group of chicks. It was a like huge group of chicks. eight of them. Yeah, it was like eight chicks. Yeah. It was like eight chicks. So uh, you guys were talking to each other or like, so, did so, you know so this was, this was like the end of the bar. This sure. was like the end of the, the, the end the of night. the, uh, the night okay. where everybody's like walking out, right. walking. That's my favorite part, right? It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pre-game. It's pre-study though. It's pre-exposure to the game though. And this is, so what's happening now is, you know, uh, this group of chicks come out. They're actually even all wearing the same color outfits. It's like weird. Like It, it was you know like um, it was one her, of them was getting was her, uh, birthday. her birthday. Yeah, It was a yeah. birthday weekend. They were from out of town. Mm-hmm. So Wait, how long ago was this? This was like a. This 2020. Oh, shit. Okay. This was 2020? Bro, that shit was this year. <laughs> okay, this was not pregame. <laughs> I just was trash. No, yeah, that shit, yeah, that, that shit was this year, bro. Really? Nobody counts Orlando. But check, But check it out. Sure. Anyway, th- yeah, we already already in November. This has been a long yeah. fucking year. But anyway, we, we, I approach one of the chicks, and I pull her. Uh, you know, well, when I say I pull her, I'm having a great conversation with her. Okay. She's, like, clearly interested. She's drawn in. She was hyper-engaged. I would agree. She's hyper-engaged. And, like, I, I, I mean, uh, she's, she, she's just flowing, right? Now, it's, it's, it's seven other chicks, seven or eight other chicks, like, you know, right. that, that still need to be entertained. Right. And we deal, I'm, I'm, I could tell we're dealing with a bunch of shit. We got one chick over there with an attitude. We got another. It, it was a lot of bullshit going on. Married chick was in there. Yeah, b- a bunch of shit yeah. going on. Just know the shit didn't end up going my way. We didn't end up really advancing on that one, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember Ryan was pissed. Like, I remember, like <laughs> we walked away. We was kind of like game plan on the night. I remember Ryan. You made a statement. You Ryan was like, "Yo, never again will we go out to find fucking or get chicks." <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, "Never again. We'll go out to have a good time." The chicks will come to us. Yeah. We're never going out to pick up chicks. And that's what and that's why we was disappointed. Because we went out for the wrong reasons. So yeah. let me let me ask you this though, because I know you actually do that and have success. Right. So like t- tell me about that. <clears throat> tell me about what it's like. Like do you like get up with a group of guys all with the same intentions to go run game, get chicks? And if you do, what does that typically look like? It's actually funny, like I go out by myself, I'll say ninety five percent of the time. Okay. Ooh, I like that. That's a man. Like solo. Literally. He's solo out there in the streets. He's solo in the streets. Yeah, like, even, like, the videos, if you see some of the videos that I have on my, like, uh, YouTube. Yeah. The ones that I recorded on my phone, you can see it. It's by myself. But here's the thing, though. Like, it's better when you're, like, with someone. We call that wingman. Like, if you were the guy, it's, it's easier because you can, like, tell, oh, okay, go talk to that girl or whatever. And then you talk to the other girl, right? It's, like, logistically better. Yeah. So how do you, like, go out by yourself is the question. Mm. For me, what I do is, like, I always look for girls who are, like, by themselves or, like, they were the group, but they don't necessarily like the place, you know. They're not necessarily, like, feeling the spot, you know. Mm. They're, like, oh, I don't like this place. They're looking down or whatever. I usually talk to those girls if I'm attracted to them. Now, if I see a girl that's, like, in a group of four or five, I'll go talk to them. But I know the success is going to be very low. Mm. What I'm going to do is, like, I'm going to get a solid number out of that, that girl. I'm going to go and talk to her. And what I do is, like, I talk to the group first, you know? The girl that I'm attracted to, I'm not even going to talk to her. Most of the time, I actually make fun of her. 
I'm like, what are you doing? You don't belong here. What are you doing here? <laughs> I like your hair, but it doesn't match with your shoes or whatever. I just make fun of her like that. And and that's um, what's that? Negging. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. We know we know some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know yeah, some yeah. shit. <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> so um, okay, you know, finish telling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, like you say that negging actually came from women. Like women is hard for them to give a guy a compliment. If you like say, oh, what do you rate me in scale of one to ten? They would say, oh, you look alright. You look cool. What do you think about my shoes? Oh, they're fine. Right, because they don't want to like give you that validation. And I've even heard women say things like, "Oh, I knew I shouldn't have said that." Yeah, I yeah. don't want to tell. I don't want to get your head big. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's like the whole strategy. If you give people too much of what they want, they don't need anything. They already got. They already got you. They already got validated by you. So what I do is like I give them a little bit of validation. And if I'm not attracted to the other girls, like let's say they're like the girls that are not my type or whatever. I give them like so much validation. They're like, this guy is so cool because nobody talks to them. So I friend them. They see me like, this guy is so chill. Oh, and then they'll vouch, like, they'll literally vouch for you later. They'll be like, oh, that guy, that guy was really cool. That guy's really, you should like hit him up or something. Yeah, once you get a spokesperson on your team out of that group, you, you pretty much solidify. I would agree with that. Yeah. Now, me, I was in this place where I really, you know, early 2021, I'm like, yo, I just want to date a bunch of chicks. Like, sure. that was my. That was really my goal. And when I was falling flat, I, I realized that I needed some help, right? Now, I started digging into lots of different content, you know, AMS, you know, I'm, I'm reading Neil Strauss joint. I'm jumping on seduction books, all kind of shit. But after about a month, I became like, it's like I was like this dark women hating, you know, only one of just like if you wasn't fucking uh -huh. You know what I mean? I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was really a savage. I became this person, and I really had to pull myself back. But it took a lot of work. But yeah. because, but I was simping so hard. I was such a nice guy, such sure. a beta male sure. that when I was even introduced to the opposite, I'm like, yo, I'm finna go from Clark Kent to Superman right now. Right. So for those guys who are out there who are having these types of issues, how can they consume content and learn about the opposite sex and become more comfortable with the opposite sex without becoming a narcissist? Okay, that's actually a good point because I feel like a lot of actually pickup artists are kind of not, they have a lot of narcissistic behaviors. A lot of pickup artists, I know all, most of them actually. I know a lot of guys in person. Some of them, we've been friends for a long time. And uh, all they care about is just a fucking girl, is have sex, whatever. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Wherever you are, let's say for you, like you were a simp or whatever, and now you're <laughs> no longer goddamn. <laughs> I mean, I'm not know. gay no more. <laughs> I am delivered. It's gonna come up here and shit on me on my own show, man. But it's all good. So I ain't gonna hate on you. <laughs> um, nah, not not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but no, what I'm saying is like, if let's say you were a simp for a long time and now you've changed, it's okay to like allow yourself to go through that change, right? It's okay to like. You know, like, have that, like, okay, I hate women face. I had that for a long time. I had a literally years that I was like, you know what? Women are trying to get you. Women mm -hmm. are trying to do this to you. They're trying to get your money. They're Watch out for this. Yeah. Don't do that. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, if a girl, like, if I talk to a girl, I'm not going to pay her for nothing. <laughs> literally. Pimping. Hashtag pimping. I used to actually post that on my Instagram. Like, I believe I, I was at that same point. Like, yo, I ain't paying for shit. <laughs> she better not ask me for a drink. That bitch right. don't fuck on three days. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But then, you know, like you say that because dating and you guys are more interested in like business. If you look at business and you go to YouTube, there's so many information out there. Mm -hmm. And what happens is like people find themselves. They're like, what the fuck should I even believe? Now, if you're somebody who wants to learn about a game, what you should do is, like, find one or two people that you relate with and you understand their concept and, like, their principles and learn from them. You know, too much noise is going to fuck you up, right? And I see that all the time. You know, you see these guys who are, like, hating women and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just really not cool. But if you're in that position, it's okay. Just go through that and just understand that, you know what, it's not necessarily about women. It's about you. It's some things that you project into other people. Man, that's 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 some heavy game right there. And I th I think a lot of guys do need to hear that because, you know, especially with this platform, I know we're gonna get you know like labeled as 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 narcissists and labeled as people who 
are, you know, probably more so on the end of disrespecting women. I can't wait for that but, shit because that just means we got viewership. That's all that means to me. <laughs> but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, that's, 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 that's not really true. I actually spoke to um, a, a really um, well-endowed fella that, um, he, man, he broke some good game down to me. He said, like, at the highest level, like, to truly ascend to, yeah. you know, the highest level of divine masculine, what you realize is you are the feminine like Absolutely. like we, the, the defined yes. feminine is built into us as well like yes. it is all really one and we are all one in the same you know uh like energies like we that is our reciprocal mm -hmm. that is us right. and when you look like it's you got to get to a point when you where you ascend high enough where you can respect it in that way and you and that's when you really get to see the light in women but like ryan says sometimes when you know we so when we think so little of ourselves we and we have to step on somebody else yep. in order for us to see, you know, to elevate ourselves. But, you know, the, the true ascension is to be able to, you know, have you elevated and elevate the people around you yeah. as well. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's really not a lot of game on that. And that, see, that's my problem with the pickup artist game, because I never really could connect fully with, with, with the tactics. One, because when I try to think tactically, when I'm talking to a woman, I lose my presence. Yep. Yes. So yep. I, I, I can't, I, can't, I don't like think being tactical mm -hmm. with women. I, I, I really always have, have just tried to really pride myself into, you know, like you said, doing the inner work, sure. like really making sure that I'm, you know, well read, right? Really making sure that I'm, you know, in shape and I'm confident in myself and my own body, like really making sure that all my inner shit is strong. Mm -hmm. And now when this woman meets me, that's what they that's what they feel like you know what i'm saying they feel that okay he i feel his confidence i feel and that's really what real swag is right. like it's this thing that just kind of overflows out of you mm -hmm. and other people can feel and see it so when it comes to you know you having clients and guys that you know you gotta you gotta kind of teach them these things i mean how are you really doing i mean how are you you know building up these men's confidence I mean, there's a combination of a lot of different things, to be honest with you. And um, like most of the guys that you see around, you know, like if you look at it, like the Western countries, like, you know, America, Canada, whatever. Right. I'm from a place where people don't get sex. Here, like you'll see the average man. I've been reading uh, actually a documentary a couple of days ago. The average man in America has sex with eight people in his whole life. Damn. Damn. Well, wait, the average man in America is having sex with eight people his entire life. Yes. Uh, actually, that's not bad. I don't know about you guys, but that's not bad. Eight? Yeah. For a lifetime. For a lifetime, yes. Jesus Christ. Well, I would have been retired at like 18. That's but that's like, the average. <laughs> 18, no more sex for you, dude. You you already hit the average. Yeah. This is a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, but, but, but see, I believe I'm, I'm that. I believe that because, and many women too, like many women think, you know, these single heterosexual guys are out here fucking up a storm, but yeah. it's just a lot of men that's just not having sex. 100%, 100%, yeah. 100%. And how do you like form people's confidence? I feel like there's inner confidence and there's outer confidence. And there's also what I call a situational confidence. Ooh. A situational confidence is like, I'm wearing like good classes. You know, you guys can see I look like a pimp. Yeah, yeah. I like first of all, I, I I wanted you to have those on the whole fucking show because those shits yeah, I love them. Rock them shits, man. Yeah. I, I was trying rock to be real. Right, there you go. All right. Yeah. So if I go out right now, like, and go to the street, you know, two people will come up to me and be like, "Hey, uh, you look really cool. Nice glasses," and that boosts my ego a little bit. You know, that's situational confidence. Mm. It's not like a core confidence that I worked hard for. Mm. Right. Core confidence is something that you build. Like you build a personality. You go out. You conquer. You create business. Right, with your friend or whatever. Yeah, that's core confidence. You have to like have tangible resources, mm. right? So how do you do that? So I tell guys, you know what? We're gonna do like a inner work and outer work. And inner work is more like um, we're gonna learn about like your confidence, your insecurities, and all that stuff. Uh, and then the outer confidence comes in, like you go and talk to girls, like in person. Yeah, you know, when you go into the real world, you get tested, you get kicked, you get hacked. Girls will like reject you and then they'll like pinpoint your you know insecurities and all that stuff and then it'll come up right and when you like combine those two things like your inner confidence reading things about like how you're uh 
psychology works and your insecurities and dealing with those things like and meditating through those things and all that stuff and then going out and just like talking to girls you become like rock solid i mean i could get deep into it but no that's take like a whole that's actually yeah. I, yo, I, i've never really heard that the situational confidence aspect that was a really good one but that's a really that's a real thing because i think we yeah. all can get a situational boost of confidence right at, at certain times even if your confidence is high you get like a little like a little like a little video game, you get like a boost. Yeah. <laughs> Situational. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so check this out. So, you know, like I told you, I, I'm a student of the game. And um, I was really consuming all of this content written by male authors about, you know, picking up women and this type of deal. So I was checking out Mode One, Roger Allen Kerr. I love that guy. I'm not sure if you ever read that one. But he actually recommended to read um, The Art, The Noble Art of Seducing Women by <clears throat> Kiza Noble. Yeah. So I picked it up on Audible, and it's a woman t teaching you how to seduce women. Right. And one of the things that she brought to my attention, uh, which I really loved, was that a woman wants to be seduced. And a, and a woman wants to be engaged and intrigued by your presence. And when she actually introduced that to me, I was like, it, it, it became less criminal, less yeah. black arts, and more like, hey, I'm just supplying what the, what the demand you know based on the demand right you know so i want to talk god's to you, work doing god's work <laughs> so i want to talk to you about that like what is it that when women go out mm -hmm. and enjoy themselves what is it that they want from a man Actually, what they want a man to bring to the situation uh that's a good question i, I want to like go back to what you said right now and you say like women like to be seduced it's not just women everybody wants to be seduced mm. even men wants to be seduced I do want to be seduced. Yeah. <laughs> Seduce <laughs> me. <laughs> but, but not, not in a sexual way. And seduction, if you look at it, it's more like engaged. Like they want to be engaged. That's true. That's why I named my book like Simple Seduction. Because it's simple. It's not like over-exaggerated. You know, I'm trying to like hold people or whatever. But getting back to your question, um, what, what are lo women looking for? Women are looking for a guy who understands his sexuality and comfortable with his sexuality. Mm. A guy who can like hold confidence because confidence is like a very interesting word. You know, I, I like the word competence or consciousness. Confidence that is like you're conscious with your confidence. You know, like, have you ever talked to a girl, like one of those like young girls who are like 18 or whatever? <laughs> he letting us know he got a range on them. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Younger girls are very shy. If you look at it, most of them, yeah. some yeah. of them are kind of like out there. But then you, if you're, like, so overconfident and you know it all, like, you're someone, like, you know everything, they feel like kind of, okay, this guy is too much for me. Wow, that's true. Human beings, they love to be in a group. We love to fit in. We love to be accepted. Mm. So if you come off like you have so much confidence, sometimes actually I, I act like a dummy. Like, literally. I, I, I have the confidence to talk to, like, 10, 20 girls at the same time. When I meet that girl, I act like I'm chill. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to say. You go ahead. <laughs> really? Because I know how to talk to her. I know what she's attracted to. The first few seconds or like 30 seconds to a minute when I'm talking to a girl, I, I look for what type of personality she responds to. You know, if she likes a guy who's like extra out, out there, like overconfident, I'd be that guy. If she wants me to be cool and chill and like collected, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm chilling. I'm kind of tired today. You know, in, in sales, that's called mirroring. Right. It, it, it's like in order for you to really present who you are, you yeah. do have to sometimes put these tactical plays in, in place to get to that point. Yeah. So I, I think that's a really good one. Yeah, but it's not a tech, tactical tool. It, it is, but it's human nature. Right. It's mm. human nature. We, we look at people, okay, this person, they like to be chill, whatever, and you be that guy. And it doesn't affect me. Some people will say, like, okay, you're doing that because of them. No. I can be either or. I have so many personalities. The best person to become, like, whatever, like game, business, you have to become a chameleon. You have to know how to, like, fit in with every social gathering in group when it comes to, like, talking and meeting people. So let's talk about that because all of that is in person. The things, you know, the, the pickup game or, you know, conversations with women is typically an in-person thing. Yeah. Now, checking out eHarmony, eHarmony threw out this article, and it states that between 2015 and 2019, 40% of relationships were initiated online. Oh. And of those relationships, 20% became committed situations. Yeah. So my question is, like, I mean, as you see the world progressing – 
is the pickup game conversations in person, is that really needed? Uh, it's always needed. You know, like human beings, we love, I mean, like source, like talking to people would never get out. You know what I mean? Like you meet these people in person. My girlfriend, my current girlfriend, I met her on Facebook. You know what I mean? So definitely that's like, it's like elevated version of like what we teach people now. Like back in the day, how did games started with this whole like, you know, oh, DHMV do this and the girl responds to this, right? And then we elevated to like the pickup and videos and all that stuff. And then you'll see the Instagram, the Tinder, all that stuff. It's just going to be like elevation. We just like grow into like a new system of like meeting people. But talking to people, when you talk to this girl on a platform, you're going to meet her in person. Mm. What are you going to tell her? What are you going to say to her? That's true. Eventually it all comes to human contact, talking to the person face to face. And that's like either you know it or you don't. <laughs> that's true. Until you until they figure out how to allow you to fuck in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think that's coming out soon, by the way. So uh, yeah. just make sure you get your digital protection going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yo, I got a question too, because this is interesting because yo, you are in the line of work of like talking to women. You gotta talk to women. Sure. And you have a woman. I do. And I'm trying to figure out how that works. Because you pride yourself in talking to like, you know, what, five, ten chicks a day. Yeah. So like Yo, so what is that? I mean, what is that like? Like, is your lady just, you know, this must be one of the most confident chicks of like all time. And we yeah. check this chick out. Listen, audience, we check this chick out because we can't bring no scrub on the show with no fugly chick. <laughs> yeah, his, his, his chick is bad. His chick is qualified. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, so the thing about it, I'm trying to figure out like, like she's just cool with you, you know, running game and, you know, I mean, what, what, what's that like? I mean, now what I do. Uh, when I talk to these girls, it's not like I'm going trying to pick up a girl, get her number or whatever. I do it because either I'm doing a boot camp or I'm doing it because I'm trying to record a video or whatever. So it's a business purpose. And when I met her, I thought, hey, listen, I'm passionate about this thing. I'm trying to get into this relationship from a place of choice. You know, I'm not desperate to be in a relationship at all. And she had the same values and principles, too. Mm. You know, women and men always cut a deal. And you agree on things. <laughs> like, literally, if both of you guys, there's no, like, a lot of people get into a relationship because they don't have other options. And one person is either forcing into the other person and vice versa. Or two people are like, you know what, I'm bored. I just want to be in a relationship. Going with the flow. It comes up again. Right. Absolutely. So I told her from the get-go, hey, listen, I do this. I'm very passionate about this. I'm not no cheater. I'm not going to have sex with other girls. But in order for me to, like, become good at what I do I have to go out there and like perform and she's cool with that that makes sense too because when you're dealing with women and you have that open and honest communication typically it's going to give them a decision that they have to make you know I'm with it or I'm not and in this case she's like hey let's move forward yeah so you know you are a published author simple simple seduction yes okay so clearly women are very important to you know your you know satisfaction or con contentment or, or just overall you know um happiness i guess sure so i want to ask you this because i was a i came to this understanding very late so when did you realize that women your success with women played a major role into your your, your satisfaction your, your satisfaction in terms of uh just in general, successful women. When did you know that that shit was just as important as it is as being successful in business? Um, probably like five years ago. You know, uh, honestly, like as human beings, like there's two main purposes that we have: your personal purpose, and then there's another purpose, which is to reproduce and like to you know growth and reproduction. And reproduction is like a one of the big elements. If you can't find someone, you can't find attraction. If you can't find someone that to share life with, I think it creates a lot of friction. It creates a lot of problems for a lot of people. So for me, when I learned that how important this could be for a lot of people, and not just important in terms of like getting late, how much baggage it takes out of your head, because the fascination of like thinking about how am I going to get a girlfriend? How am I going to get married? How am I going to get like somebody to sleep with? That takes a lot of mental you know, uh, 
thinking masturbation or whatever. You be pressed off of that shit. Like, yeah. like I, I understand what you mean. Because I didn't acknowledge that women were, uh, he, my successful women were, was very important to my satisfaction. And, you know, just like now when I know I've, I've worked out for four weeks straight and my muscles are tense, I know I need to go get a massage. Mm -hmm. Right? But it was points where I couldn't really figure out where my discomfort was coming from. And then a young lady comes through and I have amazing time and all of a sudden I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I realized, like, oh shit! Right. Like, I need to. <laughs> I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. Don't ever let that fucking listen. Don't ever, don't ever give me control of them fucking buttons because I'm not letting him speak. Next time we'll put you here. Yeah, hey, but no. Listen, I, I see. I see what he's saying though. Hey, let me tell you. Let me t let me give my testimony on that because I grew up in the house with an uncle. Who could easily be described as a womanizer? Yeah, like women. Like I'm talking about massive women. Like, <laughs> just it's, it was it was crazy. Like my mom and my grandma really like did not like it because like they would actually get pissed. They'd be like, "Yo, like I don't like you bringing all these women around because like I I, I don't even know who to build a relationship with. Like mm -hmm. they just come in in and out, and they they really didn't even they used to even act weird to the women." Because they were treating the women like they just weren't going to be here. Like, so we're going to see another one next yeah, week. Yeah, like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. Who are you, Tanya, Toya? Right, yeah. right, right. So from, you know, I, I saw dating at a, at a young age done in, in like that sport, sport-like, you know, way. Sure. And I've always, you know, viewed women in, from, from a young age, it started off as like a challenge. Because like my, my uncle used to always like challenge me with it because we grew up when I was living in Brooklyn at first, it was crazy. We grew up and like it was all of us living in the same house. Mm -hmm. So it was like me, my grandma, um, my mom and my uncle living this living to live in this weak ass two bedroom apartment. And he still was macking. And he let me tell you, absolutely macking. Now, every, everybody in, in, in New York, like the quality of living is a little bit lower. Oh, OK, you gotcha. know, especially in the hood in New York. And the thing about it is, it's kind of crazy because, you know, he used to always kind of like, even as a young kid, he'd be like, you know, like, give me a little wink. Like, you see that? Like, <laughs> you see that? No, 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 you see? So, like, I always looked at it as like, wow. Like, this what, go. Do you, what do you have to do to do something like that? Like, right. wow. And how do I get that level? Eventually, believe it or not, I used to, I used to I, he eventually took me out and I used to run game with him at like a crazy age, like at 12. Like, he had me going out and, and, and seeing that. But I always did hold, you know, men that could attract women in high regard because I just knew that it, I knew from a young age it wasn't easy because I was, like, terrified to talk to chicks. Especially, right. imagine I was fucking 12 years old. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he just had this, this, this confidence about himself. Like, it means a lot, man. When you can, uh, when you can attract attractive women, like, it really means a lot. Like, if I'm, you know, at a restaurant, I'm hanging out, and I see a dude come in with a bad chick immediately, I'm like, oh, come here, son. <laughs> like, like yeah, actually, I'm like, actually, you bring, you bring that. Uh, a lot of girls tell me, like, the fact that I'm like, because it's called like pre selection. Mm. Like, whatever has value, women, what they look for in a man is like, does he have value for me? And that usually takes like a week or two or two weeks, a month. Mm. If they can see you with other girls, that's like instantaneously they can know, like, he has value because he attracted that girl. My girl actually say that to me. She's like, one of the things that I like about you is like, you can go and attract that girl. That's so sexy to me. It's social proof. And yeah. that's, that's why women are attracted to married men. Yes. Because when they, when they got that ring on, uh -huh. they already know. It means somebody wants yeah. you for life. It means somebody wants you. That's exactly. But, that, I mean, but see, men are no different from that either. Because men, um, like men, like men most appreciate men who they revere. Mm -hmm. So this, the same men that women love, men love too. Because they bring in this value to the planet. Yeah. Definitely. You know? So I don't think anybody's exempt from that. It's just that, um, you know, women, they just have a, a very direct way of expressing that. Like when a woman does not, is not interested, yeah. she's not interested. <laughs> and I got a question about that because rejection is a, is a big part of life. Absolutely. And what do you think about, because it's, it's like so many viral videos going out with <clears throat> men getting rejected and just acting a fool. Um, Where do you think that comes from? Like, why are men nutting up when they're getting rejected by women? Um, uh, honestly, I can only speak from a, my perspective. You know, I can't speak for a lot of guys. But for me, like, when I get rejected, I mean, it's a human nature. 
know, maybe they're insecure about something. Or, uh, sometimes a lot of these videos, people get rejected so they can get a lot of views. Maybe they just exaggerate the fact. Who knows? But human beings, like actually I read a, a documentary a couple of years ago. They say when you get rejected, it's almost like you got hit by a bullet or something. That's the pain, that psychological pain. It might not necessarily be Damn. the pain you feel like body. Like, I mean, when somebody hits you with a shotgun, the pain you feel in your body is different, of course. But psychologically, like your subconscious mind, the pain that you, uh, you endure, it's the same pain that, you know, when you hit by a gunshot. So, so it's not a shootout. <laughs> literally. <laughs> you shot me psychologically, I'm shooting you literally. Right. <laughs> but guys who react like that could be like an insecurity, could be... Uh, and, 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 and a lot of people need mental health, to be honest with you. Yeah, mm. they're, they're, they're pussies. Honestly, I'm okay with 100% street justice on those guys. <laughs> street <laughs> justice. So anybody that you catch out here putting your hands on these women, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's just let's just bust their ass because yeah. that is just. Do they do that, actually? Do they like no, no, no. Yeah, man, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, w- women, man. And that's the thing, too, like with understanding the situation that you get in because a lot of the rejection just comes from you know, women getting harassed. Like, I mean, if you go talk to a chick and you might have, you know, the concert or the, the, the bar, you might have been there for an hour. She may have been there for an hour and you go and talk to her. She could literally have been approached 50 freaking times before you approach. So, of course, she's going to have this wall up, this shield up, and she might not be interested at that time for whatever reason. So I think men really have a hard time accepting that it's other things going on besides you trying to speak to her. Yeah, and the way you like to make rejection less is like not to come off as a suitor not to come off somebody trying to hit on her like when i talk to girls i act like i'm just a normal guy i act like almost i I don't even give a damn talking to her honestly she's human yeah like she's here like there's a difference between like when a girl's right here and you stand in front of her and you talk to her like you put in your whole everything and on the table hey i'm trying to talk to you so out there i mean sometimes i need i could do that you know go up to a girl hey stop who are you what's your name but most of the time, like, especially a lot of these beautiful girls who are, like, untouchable, what I do is, like, I stay inside, you know, like, they're right here. Uh, I don't like your color. Something, like, abnormal, you know what I mean? I try not to come off like I'm trying to hit on them or I'm trying to, like, be weird like the other 50 other guys. And when I get rejected, it doesn't come off as a rejection. It, come off, it comes off like, you know, she was not interested or she didn't even hear me or Sometimes I just mumble. <laughs> so, what, what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> right. So she's engaging. You know, I actually do that with like Instagram. I text girls like heart, like eyes or something, something that doesn't make any sense. And they're like, what the hell are you saying? And most of the time I record, you know, like I don't text. I record my voice because mm. I kind of like my voice. Actually, the voice is the most sexual thing. If you can understand how to like turn a woman on with your voice, you're good. And I I actually been studying that too. I've been studying everything. Definitely, definitely. (laughs) I'm going crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the voice is like one thing that I actually say is like the voice. If you know how to like, it's not necessarily like having a deep voice or whatever, like wiki, whatever. It's the cadence. It's like the the rhythm. That's the most important thing. Mm. The rhythm. And if you can have like when I talk to a girl, I'm sexually like I have that vision in front of me. Like, I can see her in front of me right now. How am I going to get, like, I'm like, listen, if I see it right now, you know what I'm going to do to you? I'm, actually, I'm not going to tell you right now. What are you wearing, first of all? Like, those kind of stuff, like, drawing a picture for her. Like, she can see those things. Like, if you can draw a picture in, in, in people's heads, you've won, especially women. Mm. Mm. Damn. This man getting, hey, we're going to have the part two. Yo. How, how to talk sex. <laughs> but you 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 right with that man like um just being honest with the chicks and, and being comfortable because they, they're human yeah you know i was um i was at this liquor store getting a sample this was a couple weeks ago and i was dealing with a chick and she was sexy as shit and i'm talking to her we having a good time and i'm like i'm like hey you know i, I think you you know i think you're attractive right. I, I want i want your phone number and she's laughing she's like no i got a boyfriend you know and i and um i was i was like that's cool i was I, she was like but you know you know, maybe I give you my number, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not interested in the plutonic relationship. Right. And she just bust out laughing and she literally put her hands on my shoulder and was like, thank you because I really wasn't comfortable giving you my number, but it's just <laughs> that most guys are so aggressive and blah, blah, blah. So we continue to have a conversation. We're having a good time. And guess what she did before I left? 
She I'll told me, to "Hey, I really don't have a boyfriend. Wow. I just didn't. I, I just didn't talk to you enough. I like you. Here's my number. Wow. Let me know what you're doing tonight." That's interesting. But the, the the thing is, like, but so you have to be really be considerate of that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't fucking know you, and whatever you've done to this point is 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 not being accepted. Right. So you have to be comfortable with that and still be in tune to who you are to continue to have a good time. Like just because she don't want to give me her number, not mean I'm not having a good time and I'm going to be a dickhead about it. Yep. Absolutely. Damn. Absolutely. Yo, shout out to y'all, man. This is this has been really great. We hit look, we hit our quota <laughs> right now. <so> we we get <laughs> yeah, we hit the quota. We can't give the people no more. But here's what I really want, because I'm sure I'm sure you're probably going to get some clients up off this, man. How do people Zach, get in contact with you? Uh, they can either go to my uh, Instagram at Zachary Adon, when when uh, Zachary Adon, or go to my uh, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Gain social, social freedom, freedom, yeah. Gain social freedom, and y'all gonna have a good time on that Instagram. My man is like literally in the field, live pulling chicks, which was crazy to me. Like I'm, I was kind of confused about. It. I'm like, you like, did these chicks know they're being recorded or they not being recorded? Nah, a lot of a lot of the girls don't know they're getting recorded. Actually. You you were like really. Like gives no fucks. <laughs> like I was no. very impressed by that. I'm I like, whoa, was this like, dude for real. Yo, this dude is for real. Yeah. So that's why I was really excited to have you, man. And yeah. listen, man, I, I think you did, you did a great job today, bro. It was it was a good exchange. I learned some things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, which I appreciate. Anybody that could teach me some game. And um, listen, man, I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna wrap this one up, man. So listen, I appreciate you guys for tuning in to another episode of Harley Initiated. Share, like, subscribe, guys. I need you guys to stay engaged to help us grow the platform. Share it to somebody that you know needs this because you know somebody that needs some goddamn game, okay? So share this one. I'll send it out. But listen, Harley Initiated, we are out. Respect, man.